This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Oh, that was a point? Yeah. Oh, yes. I didn't see the point. I, ah. I wasn't expecting the Wayne's World go. I thought yeah. it was going to be a go. See, we're professional, Matt. Obviously, this yeah. is a clearly professional broadcasting situation. Absolutely. I watched the news the other day, and it was like, let's go to fucking whoever it was on the scene. And there was like a solid five-second delay of just this bitch staring at the camera and going, that's right, Jan. <laughs> right into it. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it's a quiet day around the office. Zach and Thad are off filming Big Muscle. And, uh, so me and Chris, uh, we got Bill. Yeah. (laughs) Bill's our social media guy. He's been running our social media for a while. He does a lot of other things, too, that are much more important than running our social media. And third person posts to at the smoking tire. Yes. And now, uh, and now, uh, he's helping reorganize our YouTube so we, uh, our playlists make more sense, which is a job that has been neglected for... A while. Yeah. What are you doing? Like themes of uh, manufacturers and stuff like that? or Yeah, we're trying to remove one take from sort of make a distinction between the one take formats and the high production quality stuff. And then also sort of try to foster playlists that people actually want to watch straight through. So by manufacturer was considered, although we ended up going with uh, by, by country. Yeah, by country. By nation. Yeah. Okay. By nation we decided and, it's uh, better to appeal to people's racism than it is their <laughs> brand loyalty. <laughs> I think racism... <laughs> of all the things work. in the world's history, I think racism is one of the most constant, so we're safe there. Yes. Yeah, yeah I don't want to reorganize these. It's kind of a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. And uh, and we're, we've been helping Bill shop for an Audi because he's an Audi guy. I, drove, I did a one take with Bill's Audi. He had an RS4. Yeah, the stock, uh, the RS4, stock RS4, RS4. Which I really enjoy, the old RS4. It's a good car. I drove it on Latigo, which is the wrong road for it, admittedly. Yeah, that is not... RS4 a, is an Autobahn yeah, car. On some bunk Continental Rover, too. That's ah, okay. I, well, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Latigo is a Fiesta road, not Latigo is a small car road, yeah. yeah. But uh, nevertheless, RS4 is a good car. And so he was looking at one of those. He, there was an RS... Six converted wagon on Bring a Trailer a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. so he actually wanted to buy that. It looks so sweet. It, looks it did, so sweet. but it didn't go well. Yeah, and then I went to Tahoe and saw it. And Tahoe, I wish I, wish I hadn't. That's spent like that time seven on the hours. Road. <laughs> did you drive to Tahoe? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like seven hours. That's diesel. That's, oh yeah, the Q5, two tanks Q5 of gas. It was beautiful. The worst thing that happened is I had to spend the night in Stockton, but I'll get over it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the worst thing that happened was. The car, uh, you said up close and personal, did not really present yeah, the way it, was, it should have. It was so unfortunate. So what RS6 version are we talking here? Are we talking the V10? The C5, no. So it was, or sorry, the yeah, the C5. So it was the... The uh, roundy one. Yeah, the, the roundish one that had... Okay. That, that variant had the 2.8 and then the 3.0 in it, and then the 2.7T in it, and then the 4.2, and eventually they made the RS6 in 03 in the US. Yeah. And it was sedan only, so... Wait, was that RS6 motor? I, I, was it related? It wasn't just a twin turbo version of the 4.2. No, it, it was. Was it related over. to the Cayenne turbo engine? 
I don't is it a believe 4. 5? so. No, it's a four point two, and it was uh, it was actually done by Cosworth uh, oh, really? in the whole Cosworth Molly powertrain sort of uh-huh. jumble uh, back then. But yeah, it was. Uh, and then they also used that platform for um, racing here in the U.S. I feel like Cosworth is a name you could put on the, like a dice, and when you don't know where a motor came from, you just throw the dice yeah. and be like, Cosworth yeah. <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> it's a catch-all for engine tuning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um. I haven't had personally very good experience with Cosworth engines. I've I've witnessed a couple of them not work properly. But that's just I mean literally yeah. that's a sample size of very very small for yeah. me. Cosworth makes a weird mix of things where they'll do these one-off specials for one specific model or they like rally build motor, series the stuff. rally the rally motors by all accounts are pretty good. Uh, so I've heard, yeah. And then of course they're building the Singer motors down here too. Are I've they heard, building the motors for Singer as well? They, yeah, they are, are, yeah. I've heard I've heard good things about the Porsche engines. They I've the, the Evos, Cosworth Evos I've I've been around were a little rough. I can see that, but that's kind of a high strung motor anyway. <laughs> I've heard I just did a one take with an Evo that was like bolt-ons and E eighty five and and it had a stock suspension and it was fantastic. Which Evo was it? Nine. That's it was the, great. It was four hundred and eighty yeah. horsepower on a stock suspension, and it was bad fucking ass. As great as the Evo 10 is from like a gadget standpoint. No, the 9 of, is the shit. The 9 is so much cooler. Just because yeah. It weighs like, what is it, 600 pounds less? I don't know. So those, and the, the, so to me, like the seating position and the steering wheel and the shift are all really, really good in the 9, whereas in the 10, it went downhill. Well, the 9 was the culmination of like 20 years of Evos. Yeah. But, you know, it was that. It was kind of the 911 of Evos where they iterated that same thing over mm-hmm. and over and over and over. And then the 10. Was all new and the ten I think could have been really cool. It, had is, they kept, it is cool. Like I've I've had yeah. fun driving those. It's, I don't want to own one. It's but the whole traction control system and the the shit that the car figures out for you is impressive. It's basically a GTR minus the. It is a little mini GTR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minus the expense. Yeah, but I, I don't like I don't like how they, the ten sound. They're so buzz. They're so buzzy. Yeah, Always they are buzzy and vibrating and I don't know. It's a it's a rough engine, but. The, and the nine kind of is too, I guess. But I think they all were. I think that there's enough, sort of are. enough difference between the nine and the ten that like the you kind of get a pass on the nine, right? So it is an Evo, and it's so closely re- related to the earlier versions yeah. that you view it in that sort maybe, of yeah, maybe perspective. And then the ten is like car, different like, enough that it looks different enough, but yeah. it should be more different, but isn't right. So it ends up behind yeah. the curve simply yeah. because of that. Yeah. That's also known as every Subaru ever. (laughs) (laughs) Every Subaru since 2002. People are like, yo, do you want to do my WRX? And I'm like, I've already done like seven. They're like, but mine's different. I go, no, it's not. Tell me how. (laughs) Explain to me how it's different. If somebody came at you with like a full rallied out WRX, maybe. I I will do another Impreza, but it has to be like... Really different. It's got to be something crazy because I've I've covered all of them, and it's not that I don't like them. I don't have anything left to say. I wonder if I there can't. are time attack cars you could get into. Probably that there's, might, that might a, be a way to. Yeah, do. I'd have to. If I go back to that grid life thing, there's a couple badass time attack ones, but like I didn't meet the people. But like maybe now, if they know what I was doing and what the views were and whatever, maybe maybe I can finagle that mm. yeah um, it's I, it's like you said though it's just hard to find anything new to say about a platform that's been around forever. yeah 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 so it, and, and we do you know i'll do different modified ones to try and at least see 
okay, well, this one's got the JDM motor, and this one's got the U.S. motor, and this one's got the... So, like, if there's significant differences, certainly. But, like, I've been getting a flood of Mustangs. Yeah. I've been getting... And I, I can't... I had, I've had the last three I've had to turn away. There's so much Mustang All content. brand new Mustangs, or...? Most, like, a ton of, like... 11 to 14s like okay. so many of them and it's like they're they're all the emails are the same and like i'm not shitting on you guys like you guys all have great cars and i say this in the email but like it's like oh i have a 2014 gt it has like coney yellows you know upgraded pads and fluid some kind of wheels and tires and like springs and like it's bad yes i get i understand that it is balanced but it's just as balanced as the other 12 and it, that it people as much me. as you may enjoy those cars there are 15,000 other of the exact I same I just, configuration. I don't have anything to say about them. The, after a while, they all start to feel the same. Like, I wish I could tell, you know, how one damper feels versus another damper when you drive them six months apart with 100 cars in between. Yeah. But that's like, I can't do that. I don't know. If, I had, if you lined up 10 of them, all right, go down the line. You know, and go well. This is this, and this, but but like, but even though there's can't. so many variables, or like this game, this guy might have, you know, urethane bushings, and then this yeah. guy might have aftermarket sway bars, and yeah, it's it's a lot to. Keep I track do. Of. I did one. I did two Mustangs in the last th- four, two rounds of one things. I did an 06 uh, GT supercharged with a big ass Paxton on it. Yeah, one of one of a big fucking uh, centrifugal blower, and it made 480 at the wheels, which. In 2006 was great. Yeah, that was, you know what I mean. <laughs> now that's less than cars well, now, without the now door. Now it's like a Coyote motor with an intake exhaust and a tune yeah. will make that horsepower is such a steep curve. Um, you know, and it's it's crazy, and and the the sounds that come came out of this car, it's so loud, and like yeah. the noise that has to be produced to make that kind of power in 06, you know, it's that that really whooshy supercharging yeah. sound. But centrifugal blows are kind of fun just because they build power a lot more like a turbo. They do. But so they it's, also, it's that crazy. All, you get to the top of the rev band and you're like, holy shit. Right. But like, you know, when I do these one takes, it's typically got a canyon, which you go either you go up the hill or down the hill. Yep. And it's usually out and back. And so when you're going down the hill, you're not using much throttle. So it's just constant blowing of boost. Yeah. Um, for like seconds, at, you know, four, five, ten seconds at a time, uh, which is which is hilarious. That explains what I heard when you were doing. Yeah, it. yeah, when I was editing it before, that's exactly what we were. And then, uh, and then I did a V6 Mustang, a new, uh, a newer one, mm-hmm. not a not a fifteen, a fourteen V6 with like full bolt-ons and a full suspension, and it was pretty cool. Like it yeah. was it was absolutely better than like the last three seventy Z I drove. Yeah, I mean, just the V6s that are in, like, the Camaro, the Mustang, and the Genesis, they're all making 300-odd horsepower. Right, and this one had, like, a, you know, cat delete, and so it, like, popping and crackling, and, and it, had a, it had a shifter in it, and it had well, big brakes. I mean, it was cool. How quickly we forget that 300 horsepower is what, you know, GTs and Z28s were coming with yeah. when we were in high school and college. Yeah. So yeah. that's not slow by any stretch. No, and it, but it, and it feels lighter. It feels like nice and light in the nose and turns in good. And yeah. you know, it was cool. So those videos are coming up. Then I did a supercharged Civic. It was that's a it was a, a 2014 SI with mm-hmm. a Comptech supercharger. Which on our it. biggest complaint with that car is the lack of torque. Yeah, fixed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This thing it was like a thirty five hundred dollar kit, and it was just a supercharger, the after cooler. And E85, 
and it made 400 horsepower in a Civic Si. It was quick, <laughs> and it went. <laughs> made that. It made that really whiny. <laughs> um, it wasn't that bad actually. The Hondas okay. usually aren't bad with torque steer, but I hadn't driven an SI in a while. The steering's not as, not nearly as good as a Fiesta ST. The no, steering's lazy yeah. compared the Fiesta to the Fiesta ST. The new benchmark for the little cars, but it was it was fast though. It was really it was really. Oh, quick. I don't and doubt it, that. It was otherwise it looked completely stock. It was a, a nice sleeper. So, sleeper. so let me ask you, how bad was traction going back uphill? It was okay. I was on uh, I was on the thirty nine, which is a higher speed oh, sweepery yeah. road, so it wasn't that pull out of the hairpin in second gear and destroy the tires uh, kind of kind of day. Yeah, I couldn't see doing like I couldn't see doing like Latigo or anything like that in it going up. No, there. it would be you'd be blowing the tires. You'd off be the doing a lot time. of burnouts. Yeah, 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 for sure. And the uh, and the uh, you know E eighty five. The guy said he had gone through like almost a half a tank, and he said he'd filled up like fifty miles ago. Yeah, <laughs> but it's E eighty five is great on boost. You know, it's, it's great on boost, and it's great for main power, and it's a giant pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah and you have to run around with a trunk full of it. Yeah, and everyone goes, "Oh, it's cool." There's like a place near my house, and I was like, "I'm like, where do you live?" And he's like, "You know, in the city." And I'm like, "Well, what if you actually want to go Malibu. drive? Yeah, if you want to go drive somewhere." You know, like to enjoy the car, you're gonna end up somewhere with no fucking E85. Yeah, I, I, that shit. I I keep trying to. I meet a lot of people who love it. I can't love it. It's too much of a pain in the ass. It's too much. Of, I mean, it's like when legitimate fuel sources are readily available. If you have like, an E80, like you said though, if you have an E85 station next to your house, and you can go out, screw around for a little while, and come home and fill up. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But for us, where you got to go 20 miles out of your way. I don't even, I don't have the first clue where to get E85. None of the gas stations by my house sell it. No. There's Off a, there's the a few places in the top of my head, I think the nearest is up in Brentwood. Is that the 76? Uh, no. Well, it's, they have the 76 near where Nicole Simpson got murdered, where yeah. OJ, on OJ Bundy, fucking, yeah. Yeah, that one sells race gas. <laughs> they have that race one sells gas. 100. Uh, if you go east, this is total inside baseball nonsense. Who cares? But there's a, like a biofuel. They have biodiesel oh, of a bunch of grades. And they have natural gas and shit. Natural yeah, gas yeah, and they yeah, have hydrogen yeah, yeah. and they have yeah. E85. That 76 on Bundy also has uh, air at every gas pump. Yeah, yeah, it's they do. Baller. Uh, so you can check your tires while it's fucking great. You don't yeah. have to pull around to the tire area. That, that 76 is also like consistently the third most expensive. It's super. 90, ex- it's 91 stupid in, expensive in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really. <laughs> it's always expensive. fun to me. Like I live right off of the Pacific Coast Highway here, and it's like. You go to the gas stations there, and it's consistently a dollar more expensive than if I drive half a mile inland into yeah. Torrance. You know, it's yep. it's just on the sheer convenience factor they soak you. Yeah, actually, the station by by me in Venice is, is surprisingly okay, which is really the Chevron surprising. is not a ripoff uh, because Chevrons are usually a little more expensive, and it's Venice, so you figure they'd be soaking you. In L.A., yeah. Shell and seventy six seem to be the most expensive. Pretty consistently. Yeah, the key is finding a United Oil station <laughs> in this town. You put that shit in your car? I have put that shit in my car for a decade. What about since Amerigas? I, I, I use USA Gas. I use Amerigas. And oh, I use United There's more Oil. than one USA Gas? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've yeah. only ever seen the Didn't one. Didn't USA Gas used to be Arco? Uh, Didn't they turn into USA Gas? I don't think so. No, Arco is still a thing. Yeah, I thought you, a lot of USA Arcos gas turned is like into its USA own Gas. Little, they're, they're a tiny Do they have little a shtick? 
Uh, they don't charge uh, any fees for credit cards or debit cards. Oh, okay. So like cash and credit is all the same. Arco, Arco, was Arco cash always only. annoyed me. Well, first, yeah, it was well then it was debit only. Yeah. yeah. I think it's is it still it's, debit or now they charge you credit cards more? It's debit and cash, right, but they right. won't take credit cards. Yeah, they still don't, and they right. use their little ATM thing. Yeah, you can't pay at the pump <sighs> there; it's a pain in the ass. It's fucking annoying. I did They're like good. though that BP station at the corner of uh, Olympic and Robertson. <clears throat> it was this like big architectural thing. It happened. Yeah. I think oh, it was yeah. like oh six oh seven. Yeah, the, they the built super this cool, absolutely yeah. gorgeous BP it's like station, the, yeah. and then the whole uh, Deepwater Horizon incident happened, oh, and yeah. they immediately rebranded all of the BPs in LA to Arcos because they're actually oh, really? owned by the same company. Oh, that's a good so idea. there's the, the like the You're talking about the one that looks like the almost like uh, like yeah, the Frank Gary. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My it, friend owns the car wash behind yeah. that. There's oh, cool. a little like a little outdoor car wash. I call that one the polygonal gas station. Yeah, it looks like the <laughs> It looks like a temple. PS1 game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you said polygonal. Yeah. I thought I heard Not polygamy. polygamy. <laughs> I heard polygamy. I was like, yeah, it looks like a Mormon temple. <laughs> I guess that, that joke one works either way, doesn't it? The other one is uh, the one in Beverly Hills on like Santa Monica and I don't know, maybe it's Westwood or something like that, or uh, or Beverly Glen. It's like the one with like all the marble floors. Oh yeah, it's the yeah. Super expensive, really nice. Like Bever- it's right across from Century City Mall. There was a shooting there today. At Century City Mall, there was a shooting at the Century City fucking mall today. Okay. It was a it was a a fuck a sh- not like. Like a murder, it was like a uh, a robbery gone wrong at the Rolex store. Oh God! Okay, which ironic because the Rolex store tried to fucking rob me out of nine hundred dollars <laughs> to service this fucking watch, and I was like, "Are you fucking crazy? You ever, would you ever service a watch like this for a thousand dollars for nine hundred dollars and like eight weeks of downtime?" My question is, what, what where parts are you servicing? I mean, apparently they clean out all the gears and they re-grease it or whatever. I've seen them do it. And I've seen them do it. It's not $900 worth of labor. It can't. I mean, I'm sure it's helpful. You could probably find some local jeweler that rebuilds I cr- those No, I, 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 found, I called two local places. It was 800 So the Rolex store, oh, so is, they, know no, they rip you off, but only by, you know, 12.5%. <laughs> Seems like dealer markup to me. I, I, I you know, my father, who's been around for a long time I asked about that and he wears the same Rolex Submariner that I do mm-hmm. but he had his for a lot longer than I've had mine I go, dad you ever get your watch serviced he goes serviced you crazy <laughs> and, I, and I was like how long have you been wearing yours he's like 22 years like, fuck the service <laughs> well if they're watertight you gotta figure they're gonna be tight for just about everything else too right well, and if you have to have it fully rebuilt, what are you talking, a couple grand? So if you skip a couple of services, then it, it, it evens out. I have to ask, do they have a service interval? It does. Yeah, it's like five, <laughs> I think it's five years you're That's supposed to get great. it done. But, yeah. if you, but if it makes it 20 years, you are now ahead of the game if it breaks after that. that is, is it like true. a Porsche, though, where if you over-rev it, you can't ever sell a thing? Yeah, right. <laughs> the over-revs. I, lo- I really like the over-revs. That I is like the that biggest a, fucking racket. It's not a racket. That's a very legitimate thing. I wish you knew that about other cars. I wish every other car had an over-rev counter where I go, oh, you, you fucking ran this Corvette to 8,000 RPM Ten by six, missing eh? shit. What I mean, it's like, especially on the newer one. 10-6 on street tires, But if you've got a PDK transmission, there is no fucking over-rev anymore. No, of course, but yeah. the Porsche still makes manual gearboxes. For now. Uh, yeah, that well, yeah over revs are, are a manual only thing, but yeah. I kind of like that that's a thing. 
For those who have no yeah. idea what we're talking about, Porsche's computer stores how many times you accidentally break redline. And to break redline, you actually have to like miss a gear on a downshift. Yeah, it's a mechanical thing because it has a fuel cutoff. It's my understanding that they actually count the number of times you approach redline, too. Maybe. I don't think they count it as an over-rev, though. If you, unless you over yeah. actually over rev it, so a car when you see a Porsche listed for sale, um, especially uh, I know it's particularly common with GT3s and stuff, 997 GT3s, it, the thing will say you know no over revs, one over rev, etc. in the list, and I think that's a good thing to have. Do other cars have that? And I don't know about that. You know what? It wouldn't surprise me if it was in the data logging, but yeah. nobody cares. Well, could I? I mean, could I plug in one of these, you know, ODB two uh, uh, scan tools and like find out my over revs? You might if you had like one of the really expensive ones, but if you had one of the factory ones, yeah, almost certainly. Huh. Yeah, a, a lot of people aren't aware of what the firmware is keeping track of in these ECUs. I yeah. know a lot of the times the Audi and Volkswagen guys are, they talk about like, oh, my program allows me to switch back to stock. Like, first of all, it's emulating stock. And second of all, even if it was, the firmware on the board keeps track of how many times it's been flashed. Oh, really? So the dealer plugs in their standard issue scanner and they can tell if it's been so, uh, flashed over. Are people t- has still having problems with like normal tunes though? Like is a normal you know apr or cob or not from a guy like are they blowing motors still i think that the only time people really come across problems with the dealership is when they're super early adopters the flash isn't really sorted out yet and then they're trying to get the dealership to pay for stuff that's clearly related to right right but you know i find it sketchy i find that most tuning companies if if their shit breaks your car they'll fix it the yeah. big ones, yeah, but you the get a lot ones. of small shops to do tuning too. That's true. I get a lot of people who email me with cars and they say it was tuned by this person. I have absolutely n- not that it's, it's bad. This is not a point against. It just means I have no idea who this person is. I've never heard. And there of are certain yet. guys that you you see that make you know like there's a couple of Corvette guys that like they've got brilliant uh, things where they basically go they book a vacation wherever they want to go in the country and then they put online I'm going here. They rack up twenty or thirty cars, spend a day tuning and and then the entire vacation oh, yeah. and spending money. So you know who else yeah. does that? There's a couple of guys that that maintain like eighty percent of the four. GTs on the road too, yeah, and they're completely mobile, and they operate via the forums. They go to each city, and someone donates a garage, and they'll line up five or six of five or six cars and do services and stuff on them. See now, at some point, like when Larry goes towards retirement, that's what he should do all over the world: take yeah. a detailing gig and be like, "Oh, I'm going to Naples for a week." Yeah, I work. I'm working two days, and then I'm hanging out. You know, get it done. I just added a, a one take shoot to one of my vacation to a vac- actually it's not even a vacation. I'm going <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this but I'm saying it. So the Shelby 350. Mm-hmm. Here's how awesome the Shelby 350 is and here's how Ford knows it. Ford is having the the press launch for the the 350. Now I went my first ever press launch was the GT500KR in 2009. Remember that I remember one? that, and you, you shot that KR? in front of the Portofino. Yeah, we yeah, shot yeah. it in, in Utah, and the KR, I mean, was kind of a dumb car. It's a, it was a GT500 with GT500s a, a little were... more power and a carbon hood, and it cost like $80,000. Yeah. And it was a big media launch, and there was a lot of people flown in for it, and maybe there's a, re- maybe there's a reason this one's like it is, because the GT350 launch will be at four different racetracks. It will be... Three hours at each of these racetracks. 
You pick one. Mm-hmm. You pay your own way to get there. There's no launch. They're just offer. They're offering you three guaranteed laps of one of these tracks, and you have to pay to get there yourself. So I immediately came up balls. with a moral dilemma. And listen, I, I, I don't not, I'm, I'm not trying to shit on Ford because I uh, manufacturers do fly me to places from time to time, put me up in hotels, and offer cars to drive. That's just how this business works. When they need the press on stuff, they tend to be more generous. Right. Um, and I, I would hope that I can give honest reviews of these cars. But the fact of the matter is a lot of these cars I wouldn't drive at all if I didn't take the flight and take the hotel that is offered to like, me. Like, we're not going to go out of our way to go review an XC90 or something like that. But if Volvo wants to fly you out... It, may, it, might, it would be considered. And right. I've turned down press launches, too, and I've sent John Klein or Colin Crum or any of those guys to go. Um, and that's fine. So, with anyway, with Ford, it's... And none of the tracks are really close to here <laughs> so the, the uh, and i'm also you know because i'm doing gigs i my travel schedule is is interesting so i the options were uh laguna road america lime rock or sebring and unfortunately the only one i can make it to is lime rock which is fine That's because not a bad I, track. I, it's Lime Rock's a lot of fun, yeah, yeah. and I know Lime Rock. It's, I went to three racing schools at Lime Rock, so I know the track. So I can at least focus on, you know, where you know what the car is doing, and not right. necessarily. Although I know all I know all the tracks except Sebring. But anyway, I have to fly myself to New York, then I have to drive two hours to Lime Rock, <laughs> um, and I have to pay for the whole thing for three laps in a GT350. So what I'm saying is when I put the video up, can you please click on it, even if you don't care? And turn off your and ad turn off your ad block <laughs> because I'm starting this trip, I'm starting this video negative six hundred dollars. I think it, <laughs> the math Ford does on this is they're like no big outlet will afford the opportunity to miss. You know, they'll ne- they'll never miss this because it's too much coverage to give up. Well, look, I hope it's if it's this one time, okay. And I, I've scheduled eight one takes in New York. I've got some really neat cars. We're gonna do some 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 Connecticut one takes while I'm there. But I hope it's not the start of a new trend because if it is, you're not gonna see me driving very many new cars. <laughs> um, I begged them, begged because they said they said they tried to to pull a little little bait and switch like like GM did in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they it's pretty much like. We're going to guarantee you you get to drive your three laps in the 350. And I was like, if I go, I need to drive the R. Because they're like, well, we're going to have pros. And I'm like, I'm not doing right seat. Like, we need to have – I need to drive – I need to make two videos out of this if I have to pay for it myself. And uh, they were like, well, we'll let you know, which pretty much means no. So yeah. what's going to happen is I'm going to get there and I'm going to be the most annoying person they've ever met. But <laughs> if I could, could somehow whittle somebody down – and even get on my knees and beg to make two videos out of this fucking going 3,000. Not, I mean, look, this yeah. is what it takes to do the, the fun job, right? You yeah. want the fun job? Here's what you have to do to do the fun get job. Get your ass to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. You have to fly yourself to Connecticut <laughs> to do it. So I don't know. Most people probably wouldn't, wouldn't see, think that that experience is worth it. I don't, is I'm it not three sure. hot laps or three total? <laughs> well, not no. to split hairs. You know what? It'll, it'll be shit, worth it. Don't, don't even no, let, I know, right? Don't it's even like, let me think about that. Yeah, in lap, thing. out lap, and you. Get if one you hot can lap, go and murp. shoot those and get those up like same day, super fast. Well, I won't be able to do them same day, but I could do them same week. 
if you could do one take style in addition to a good one, right? I'm not. There is no good one. Okay. There, they would be one takes. I can't. We can't afford to fly a camera. The thing, I, the thing yeah. that I've I've seen lately with with uh, the Hooniverse stuff is that Jeff's been experimenting with getting them out like within hours of driving shit. And it's been doing phenomenally well because there's nobody else that you can see the content with. It's a, it, I agree with I agree with that position, yeah. but it is a for now it is a slippery slope if you want to be the guy who's racing people. Yeah. To the, I mean, I, that it, that sounds lazy, but but and you can get you could certainly get a boost from it if you do it once in a while. You know, I was just thinking it might make it worth it, it might, from a it, money standpoint. It might. Frankly, I don't have a. The only computer I can edit on right now is my laptop. So if I could do it, but I have to buy a new laptop, or is my, yeah. is my, I'm sorry, my desktop I can edit on. My laptop is dying a slow and painful death and is no longer suitable for editing, unfortunately. Um, but that's not to say I can't get a new laptop. But I don't, I, I can, I'll do it in days. It'll be days. Yeah. Not weeks, you know. But that's, you know, that's, I guess, what I got. I hope the car is awesome. At Pebble Beach, they were running them at Laguna, and they sounded incredible. I mean, everything I've heard of it sounds wonderful. It's the, the the engine sounds unbelievable when they go by on the side of the track. It's very Ferrari like, um, which is weird because land. none of the clips, even like the good ones that you got, doesn't give me that Ferrari thing at no, all. No, they don't. You know why? It doesn't. It doesn't as much in a static thing. When you hear one go by and you get that the Doppler effect, like you know when you yeah, whether, as it passes as it passes by, it's much more pronounced. Than it is when you're standing there and they're just revving it. I don't okay. know why that is. I, I I couldn't tell you, but that's how it that's how it seemed to us. Uh, acoustics. Who knows? It's yeah. Fucking magic. Some yeah. we can. If there's, Hello. I'm sure there's some sort of audio engineer that can uh, that can uh, you know look out for it and or, and let us know on on the internets how it goes. And if we're wrong, they'll tell us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they'll tell us either way. Um, so that's what's going on in fucking our world at the moment. Yeah, you, got, you and Zach spent like days underneath your car, didn't you? Well, no, we spent six or eight hours building his fuck hut for Burning Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zach's going to Burning Man. And he wanted a uh, a yurt. A yurt. So uh, I called it the Fuck Yurt Five Thousand uh, because it's all silver uh, and it looks and it's it's made out of like inch and a half thick foam with aluminum backing on both sides. That doesn't sound very sturdy. Uh, I don't. I think once you get the roof on it, it kind of stiffens it up quite mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, but it's pretty thick, and it's... Did it's, you make it from scratch, or is it a yurt kit? No, we made it from scratch. Okay. We did it in my driveway. Uh, What's the frame? Uh, it's foam. It's foam. Basically, oh. you get it out there, you stretch it out, and you put the roof on it, and you put a tarp under it so that you don't get uh, stung by scorpions, and uh, you go. It's sweat lodge time. <laughs> so he was building swamp coolers here the other night. We spent, but we spent a long time. It was pretty cool. When all of a like sudden, just coolers with holes in them for dry ice. Yeah, and then, well, not dry ice, but you pump water through it with like a, a you know, a small water pump, not like a fish like, tank pump, but something a little bigger. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then that kind of just mists the air and it drops the temperature pretty substantially. Huh. Um, you know, it's like well, when you go to eat outside, like somewhere in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, the, like yeah, the misters. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the idea. Cool. Um, so we built that. Uh, we'll see how that goes because he's going to be going to Burning Man after he finished up with Musto. Uh, but we built this giant thing where it was – I figured out ways that we could cut it up so that you could fold the entire thing. So it was like a giant origami project that was like eight feet wide. <laughs> uh, so we did all of that and then got it on top of the Crown Vic where it was – 
Uh, he bought a generic rack that you'd like put on with straps. Uh huh. Sheet of plywood. Three feet of foam panels, sheet, sheet of plywood, and then just tie-downs everywhere. Just like an ice cream sandwich, basically. Yeah, it was <laughs> – yeah, it was uh, – What do you think his top speed is in that particular vehicle? I'm guessing probably not much more than 60 at the a, most. a foam wall on his roof. It's like driving a U-Haul. You know where you get the ca- where you get the cab hanging yeah, on the yeah. top of it. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Well, it's probably nice and shady in there right now as he goes out to the desert. Yeah, well, at, very, at the very least, he'll have a nice, cool ride. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to be quite. I think warm Burning Man has a no Crown Vic policy. I'm just worried about uh, crosswinds on the way out I, there. Well, I was thinking, is there something? Is it going to be attached to the ground? The yurt? Uh, oh, I meant I, when it was on the roof. Because it's car, like there's been like that. wind and dust storms at Burning Man. If he's got a styrofoam house that's not attached to the ground, it's not I don't know well. if that has been planned for. Uh, but there, that said, there is, there is no shortage of rebar out on the playa. He will be fine. Someone yeah. will. <laughs> someone will be there to help him because. You know. Apparently, this is a design that's been around for a while, and they've used so you it. Download it off the internet. Yeah. So, huh. your designs, eh? Yep. Yeah, uh, I think I think a buddy of mine actually built one of these from a similar sort of. This is how you establish. Uh, yeah, and I guess Zach's brother built one a few years ago that that worked out okay. Is it like buildayurt.com or something? I, I don't know what it was exactly, but I mean, you just look up Burning Man Yurt, and I'm sure it comes right up. <laughs> My friend Dave got married a couple weeks ago. Congratulations, Dave. Oh, yeah, and I, Dave. And I, was the, uh, I signed the ketubah, which is mm-hmm. like the Jewish marriage license. And uh, it was a very artful ketubah. It was like, you know, all these fonts and stuff going on and like pictures on it and shit. So where the fuck did you get this? And he got it from ketubah.com. <laughs> Which apparently is there for all your Ketuba needs. Did you find is it? Yeah, project? was it Hexa Yurt? Yes, it is. Yeah, this is Yurt. I have buddies who have made these before. Oh, see, and can they... I see a picture of the Hexa Yurt? Yeah, here you go. Oh, cool. Wait, is that? It looked like. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. You made that? You made one of those? Yeah, that's exactly what we made. That's cool. Of course, the the Google images that show up in an actual search are images of that, and then you click on their actual so website, and it's a video with a, a burner and a goofy hat and goggles. <laughs> You've probably got like eight feet of length in it. Yeah. Um, so you could sl- – I mean, it's bigger than your average so tent. So it's a legitimate fuck palace. It's not that it's a tent. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's, I, I call it the fuck you I mean, 5, look, 000. if Zach can, can pull women in a Crown Vic, he could certainly pull one in a hexagonal fuck tent. Especially considering they're all going to be on Especially lots of drugs, Especially sure. since they're all be on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck, Zach. May your hexa yurt not become a sailor yurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Figure out the stall speed of his hexa yurt. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's, they're having a major thing with like these flies that are out there this year, and they're just swarming. And then yep. sc- lots and lots of extra scorpions this year. Really? Yeah. Huh. Maybe the scorpions have realized how wonderful Molly tastes. Possibly. <laughs> are they eating the flies, maybe? I don't know how that all works. But. Oh, yeah. That would make sense, right? <laughs> but, yeah, there's, there's a plague of, of flies out there. A bunch of buddies. Oh, of God, I can't really. tell you how, ma- how it makes me happy that the word plague is being used to describe Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go to, your, to Burning Man when I was younger, but I think it's become, like, when I was in, like, you know, 12, 13, and when that was, like, still kind of a little local artsy thing. Yeah. But now it's just too much of a big yeah. scene. I'm into, I mean, I'm into art and, you know, 
drugs, but but uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know. Uh, honesty. Something about it seems very it, not appealing. It's I think it's festivals like, don't. It's do like it for the me. Coachella I went, thing. I went to Coachella. I hated it. Yeah. 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 So uh, have you guys heard of Lightning in a Bottle? It's another one no, of those sort of Burning Man ish uh, local. Uh, it started with like six of my friends and some drugs in the woods in Santa Barbara. Oh really? And I I was lucky enough to go to some of the early ones where it was still in like a little campground up in uh-huh. Santa Barbara, and I looked at going this past year, and it was like like 3,800 people in a field in Irvine. And I was just like, "Uh, nope. Irvine. Yeah. (laughs) It's really an upgrade from Santa Barbara. Well, I guess they needed to find a place with enough space. Yeah. It just blew up. So, and you know, those, those guys do what corporate headquarters are they camping next to? Yeah, exactly. It's like just far enough East that it's past El Toro. For for those of you that don't live here in LA, Irvine is the most industrious, boring orange County. It's, it's very flat. And it's just lots of, Every third building is like such and such incorporated that you get a bill from every six weeks. Yeah. Um, I, that, the, that Grid Life Festival had 4,000 people at Gingerman Raceway. Oh, wow. It was, it was blown up. It was good. Yeah. I'm trying to help them do one out here. You know, find the appropriate location that won't mind them mind us making a lot of noise all yeah, night. That won't mind 2,800 ridiculous vehicles. Yeah. Well, I know a certain motorsports park that's seen some financial troubles that might invite, invite the... Uh, what Adams? No, Miller. Oh, oh no, uh, yeah. Geely's buying Miller. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank God that complex yeah. is too nice to. Yeah, I know. You know that place wasn't gonna like it. Wasn't gonna rot away yeah. into the desert. That place was already done and good. Yeah. Um, we should take a break real quick, and then uh, we'll come back. And God, I don't even know where we'll go with this after the break. All right. <laughs> All right, Forza Horizon 2 and Forza Motorsport 6. Together, the best racing franchise there is out there. I am in Forza Motorsport 6. Get excited, people. I'm going to be I'm announcing some races as me. We're getting very close to release date. September 15th, Forza Motorsport 6 comes out. I played it for what, an hour? Not even, 20 minutes. I played yeah, we didn't get that long. There I really want to play waiting. it a lot more. Yeah. And we're going to have to update our steering wheel and pedal setup as well. Yeah, that one's not holding up. Yeah, we're going to have to find... Is uh, What's it called? Um, F- uh, Fanatic? Fanatec? Are Fanatec. they making setups for... They are, right? Yeah, for yeah, they one. are. They got we got to get one of those. The Mad Cats one is supposed to be pretty nice, too. We'll look into that. But either way, Forza Motorsport franchise for Xbox One are the best-selling and highest-rated on the market. Xbox is your home of racing, and if you're not on board yet, now is the time. If you are a Forza Horizon 2 player, you can get the Mazda MX-5 pack free of charge. With five Mazda, Miatas, and MX-5s. And visit ForzaMotorsport.net for more details. And Xbox One is the home of racing. We're uh, we're TST Racing on uh, Xbox Live for Forza Motorsport and uh, Forza Horizon 2. Wheelwell, the social network you've been waiting for. You know, your family members, your friends from high school, your cousins, they probably don't care about your addiction to your car. You know who does? The people on Wheelwell. They want to see what you've done to your car, make a profile for your car and share photos, specs, and keep track of all your modifications. Find friends, join clubs, and connect with fellow gearheads. You want to do a one-take with me? We will uh, test your car. Send me your Wheelwell profile either through our Facebook page or through Wheelwell itself. And we can select you for one of our one takes. We are scheduling as of today, February 10th. So deep into 2016 with the schedule. We've got, I'm being a little more selective because we're so far ahead of the game. So, you know, 
Anytime when you do stuff like this and you're scheduling so far out, to turn the ship takes a really long time, right? (laughs) You know, you can't, it's like driving an aircraft carrier. You know, you start your turn way ahead. And so, uh, so the, the, the format, while not really necessarily evolving, um, the cars get weirder and more obscure. And what, what would rocket you rate to the front of the line now? Um, a gentleman who lives very close to this studio emailed me and uh, sh- sent me pictures of his live-work area uh, in which his couch for his TV is, like, right next to his Porsche, you know, and it's it's yeah. he's got his cars in his crib. It's sweet. And he has a, um, a Roof 993 BTR2, which is basically the okay. twin-turbo motor in a narrow-bodied rear-wheel drive Carrera uh, from Roof, and it's a 993. And uh, that was enough to, to, to bump him up by several months. Um, if you have, a, like, an obscure European, like, import or something... <laughs> if you have a Zonda, you're next week. Yeah, if you've, got, <laughs> if you've got something really bizarre and weird, and then you probably won't have to wait. I'll, you know, for certain... Because we do them four at a time, you know yeah. what I mean? So steering the ship... You know, if I have to make a change of scheduling, it's, it's well, four that, cars and and so... It, but if the car is really special, I will make a day to to do it. You know, I'll find the time to do it like on its own. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where there's a lot of cool stuff, but it's all stuff that we see regularly. So it's nice to mix it up with like the really weird thing every. Yeah, and also that. like there's certain ones like this one will get you a private date. Like there's a woman who emailed me <coughs> who has um excuse me <coughs> I don't remember if it's an E55 or an E63. But she is paraplegic and it has hand controls. And, like, that's neat. I want to, tr- I mean, it's, that's not, I mean, that's shitty that she has to use hand controls, but whatever. She rocks an AMG car with hand controls. Yep. And, that's uh, badass is what yeah. it is. Like, I'm so, but I'm not going to fuck with that in the canyons because, like, right. you could fuck up and die up there. Yeah. So I'm going to meet her, like, uh, at Dockweiler, you know, and go up and down Vista del Mar or something where it's not. Much lower risk of incident yeah. in that in that area. So that kind of, I mean, that kind of thing. Where if I have to meet you somewhere that's not the canyons is a a different. Yeah, it'd be a little bit much to take on all yeah. at once the canyons. So anyway, the best way to uh, submit your car for a one take is to make a profile at Wheelwell. It only takes a couple minutes, really. I mean, ten fifteen minutes gets you a very thorough profile, and shoot it over to us. And uh, if you want to see about my cars. Uh, check out my wheel well profile. My my full garage is on there. Dylan Optics is the official eyewear of the smokeandtire.com. That cool uh, matte finished glasses you see me wearing all the time. If you want to get a pair for yourself, I would like to thank you for that by giving you a free smoke and tire t shirt. Click on the Dylan Bad <clears throat> Wow. Dylan ad on the smokeandtire.com and just that click will get you a free smoking tire t shirt with your purchase of Dylan Optics. And, of course, we've got our T-shirt of the month club. New designs coming out every month. I, uh, everyone's been very enthusiastic. People have been tweeting at me with their gear. Uh, keep those pictures coming. If you send me a picture for our Instagram of uh, you rocking, doing something cool in your smoking tire T-shirt, I'll send you a sticker on me. No worries. And then, of course, we've already talked about it a little bit, but Mazda, they make cars for drivers. Uh... If you like driving, if you want to take the long way home, if you want to take, I don't know, some curves, if you want involvement in your car, Mazda probably makes a car for you. Whatever car, class of car you're looking for, check out the Mazda version of that car, 
And uh, I bet you are impressed with its dynamics. Mazda is a car for drivers. Yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, back at the show. Follow us in all the usual places. Anything you think of, slash the smoking tire. But no Snapchat. I'm not doing Snapchat. <laughs> what about Periscope? Stop asking me. I did a Periscope thing for yeah. Lexus, and uh, I heard people enjoyed it. Uh, I think we should do a uh, Canyon Periscope Day. Uh, there's no service up there. That's the problem with Periscope. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'll i have to see with mine, because I think I remember T-Mobile having okay service up there. So we'll see. Uh, I'll try it. Fuck. Justin Wilson died. Oh, no. God damn it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, That's... Uh, so, this will... I mean, well, this news will be two days old by the time people listen to it. So, if you don't know who Justin Wilson is, IndyCar driver, uh, talented driver. Uh, you had him on Hooniverse, right? Had him over at Hooniverse. Had him at my house. Yeah. Uh, super... Nice, down-to-earth guy. Way taller than any driver that I'd met before. Really? How tall? Uh, probably at least 6'2". Really? Yeah. That's big for a racing tall driver. For, yeah, especially for a guy that drove F1. So uh, he had a really bad crash um, yesterday. Uh, didn't look... I mean, if you looked at the video, you know, it, it. it's one of those things where it doesn't really look from the video like that's the kind of thing that somebody would, would get killed from. Basically, there was someone wrecked in front of him. And a piece of the car, the nose cone, yeah. hit him in the head as he went by. Consequently, one of the hardest parts of the car hits him, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I mean, totally, you know, random, terrible tragedy. And then he was knocked unconscious, and then his car hit the wall. So I don't know if it was the... I'm sure it was the nose cone that actually did uh, I mean, it, if not the wall. The, the wall good, hit didn't look that bad. there's anything good to say about this, it's that he probably had no idea what happened, and he was just there one minute and gone the next god that sucks Sad. 37 years old yeah that's oh. that's a shame he was uh a very nice guy the uh time was over so uh yeah that's, that's terrible i think i'm sorry to uh his family and friends and team and uh ugh, god uh, that's awful maybe what i'll do this week is um i'll run uh i'll run into universe episode again in, in kind of memoriam um it's unfortunate what are you talking about on universe you know, to be honest, I mean, it was it was over a year ago. I don't really recall what it is. I mean, it was racing that much, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, and we got into the, some F1 stuff, but um, beyond that, I, I don't really recall. I mean, you know how it is. We do so many of these shows. Um, uh, that sucks. That's that's really depressing. It's tough when we have to be reminded that <clears throat> race. <clears throat> Excuse me. That uh, racing is dangerous. I mean, Super it dangerous. Just, especially open wheel racing, yeah. where you're not, you know, protected on all sides by car. Well, yeah. I think this will probably reopen the the argument for it's time to close the cockpits on these cars. You know, when you're sustaining two twenty to thirty, maybe. <laughs> it's I mean, certainly something that could be, could be considered. It's <clears throat> from a safety standpoint. Obviously, there's a lot to gain from it, and also from an aero standpoint too. Um, has, is, has there been a fight to close cockpits in, yeah, in yeah, cars that's, for a that while? Arguments, really that argument's it. gone back and forth for years. Really? Yeah. In Formula 1, too, or just Indy? And both of them. I mean, you go, you get one, you get the other as far as design stuff goes eventually. So um, it's uh, this might finally you know, shift that. I, I mean, there's been – because um, the test driver I, – I, and I'm, I, it's too bad I can't remember her name right now, but she died of a head injury, too. Driving an open wheel car. You mean uh, the the Marusha driver? Yeah. Uh, um, Maria. Yeah. Not Villalota. Is that her name? Uh, 
it's unfortunate I can't remember. But regardless, Villa, Villa, Villa you know, and this was a this was a this was a pit accident, but it was still you're in a small car, head exposed, and that was had that not been the case, she probably would have been fine. Yeah. Um. um and then there was another. What was the driver last year that also caught some debris and in, in, uh, was uh, in the hospital for a few days? I don't F1 know. driver last year. Oh, um, it wasn't. Was it, Alon- was it Alonso? Might have been. Uh, Maria De, uh, De Velota. That's what it was. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, died in 2013. Uh, De Velota. Yeah, the Marussia driver who, I guess. Oh, Felipe Massa. Hit a transporter. Yeah, but she did right. Yeah, and really, really fucked her head up, and and I don't even think it was at necessarily high speed. It was just right, well, directly to the head. Yeah, yeah, so bad. Um, so and you said it was Felipe Massa. Yeah, Massa. Yeah, and what did we? He took like a wheel or something to the head. It was I think, yeah, uh, a wheel or a shock or some crazy. Once again, another thing that probably could have been easily deflected with a. I mean, the yeah. LMP1 cars run closed cockpit, so well, it, would, it would make sense if you're going to keep all that much mechanical outside the car that maybe put the people inside the car yeah. something but uh, what are the arguments against going closed cockpit i think it's largely from the, historical the spirit sense. of the race yeah i think it's they you know it's always been open cockpit heads the only thing poking out it's iconic um but that said you know hockey players used to play with leather helmets yeah you know <laughs> yeah it's yeah. things change yeah I wouldn't. I mean, I, I guess it does. You do get, in person anyway, a more personal experience as a fan with an open cockpit car. You can see the dude sitting there. Yeah. Which is, I, I suppose, compared to other motorsports where you're just watching a numbered car go by, it is a more intimate experience. On the other hand, you know, we have crazy video coverage of everything now. You know, mm-hmm. there's no reason that we can't get at least on a on a monitor, you know, that that in car view that we're all looking for, even in a closed cockpit car. And even then, there are amazing things that can be done with polycarbonates where you can see right through. Oh, like a fully yeah. clear fighter cockpit canopy? Yeah. <laughs> God, it must it would get hot as fuck well, in there. Imagine you that. You know, you'd have to introduce climate control systems. But. Yeah, it's the same thing as P1 and. Uh, Endurance racing. That's uh, not or, a full glass or a full poly. Oh, no, I meant uh, climate control, though. Oh, well, so. LMP cars have that. LMP and... Yeah, well, you yeah, wore the cool they're... suit that one summer in the Cobra R. God, that was great. Uh, cool suit. The problem awesome. with the cool suit, though, is, of course, you know, a chest of ice water. And a pump. And yeah, yeah <laughs> We're talking not... F1, though. They've no, been... they run cool suits in, yeah. in LMP cars as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah We're talking cool F1. They'll the figure shit. it out. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I, it, would make, curves, it would make F1 like cars look super futury. Yeah, that would. We'd be looking at F0. Sweet. Fuck yeah. I'm totally in. F0. <laughs> I, you know what's crazy? Right now, this very moment is the first time it has ever occurred to me to compare F0 and Formula 1. Hmm. Have, have you, have that, I mean, I assume everyone else on Earth made that connection when the game came out. Of F one and yeah. F zero, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> not not until this very moment at thirty three years old did I understand the approximately. That, that man, must see, have had an interesting. That would come out in like nineteen ninety five, so twenty years later. Yeah, twenty years. I, I, I literally get the joke. I literally just saw an actual SNES 
F Zero cartridge. A buddy of mine picked an SNES up and was going through all the stuff that came with it, and he actually like has a copy an of Zero movie. F Zero movie would rock, wouldn't they, it? You know what? It'd be all anime. That's what they would do. Yeah, but yeah. if you could find a way to do it that wasn't terrible, no, but it would be terrible. That's the problem. Like, no, Mad Max Fury Road, not terrible. Of course, those are cars yeah. and not hovercrafts. Speed yeah. Racer, I wouldn't say it was terrible, but it was, it was what it was a film interpretation of what the cartoon was. It wasn't terrible. Wasn't a great movie, but it it was a live action. You version. know who was the visual effects supervisor on Speed Racer? Uh, Fine Silver. It was our friend Dave, who we were talking about just a few minutes ago. Oh. He yeah. was a visual effects. That would have been very early in his career too. It was. Yeah, he's had that poster up for a long time in his crib. Yeah. One of the only people who proudly displays a Speed Racer poster at their yeah. house. And then, yeah, he's had a few other projects. Well, let's just say not everything in Hollywood wins, but he does good work. Yeah, his work is nice. Yeah. Um, what was that on Bring a Trailer? I just saw 540-wheel oh. horsepower one. Yeah, it's a uh, LS3-swapped RX-7. Ooh, yeah. yummy. Mm, bring a Trailer. I drove, a, I drove an LS6-swapped RX-7. Mm-hmm. You know what happens when you put an LS and RX-7? Drives exactly like a Corvette. <laughs> it does. Yeah. He turned the RX-7 into a Corvette. It was amazing <laughs> how exactly the same the experience was from that. And mind you, I'm not an RX-7 expert. Isn't that double wishbone on all four corners as well? I believe so. I think the so. architecture of the RX-7 and the C5 Corvette are very similar. Yeah. It's just yeah. like a three-quarter scale. The RX-7 C5. is lighter than the yeah. C5 Corvette, actually. And I believe it might be a little more aerodynamic as well. It was an absolutely brilliant fucking car to drive. And you know what? You look at really an RX-7 good. now that's been well-maintained. That does not look out of place and looks really No, good. actually, the, 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 the last RX-7 feels uh, like you're driving a modern car. Like yeah. you're not driving a 20 year old car for sure. Yeah, I think the uh, the third gen RX-7 is the same way as the uh, the last Supra, where it, like it actually doesn't look that out of yeah, place. Yeah, where it's like you, you guys, unless it's all body kitted and yeah, whatever, yeah. but like a good stock or example like, actually just stop, looks like a nice stop car. Now. Still yeah. looks good. <laughs> I find that out. I find that that RX-7 to be particularly striking. I, I'm not crazy about the Supra at this point, but uh, I like the Supra. The Supra is an. I mean, I'm not like ooh, but it's like I think it's an attractive car. It's aged well for sure. The only time I'm ever like ooh with a Supra is when I actually see a stock one. Yeah, that's super rare, especially old, man, in LA. old white man Supra. Totally, ninety three, twenty thousand miles stock. I still <laughs> can't get over a ninety thousand dollar car. You know, right? I still can't get over the fact that in like two thousand five, my buddy Dave's parents moved away, and they, he had a Supra that was an, it was a ninety six Supra, one of the very last ones they sold, or not a ninety six, one of the very first ones of that last generation that they sold. He had like ten thousand miles on it and sold it for like twenty five grand. Really? Yeah. Huh. It, that car'd be worth probably ninety now. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, our friend Nick Hogan is uh, getting some Supras from Japan. Okay. And uh, you can check out his Instagram is Mon- Monji Garage. Yeah. And he's got some right hand drive Supras that I think are uh, for sale. Speaking of right hand drive, did you see the uptake on Mustang GTs in the UK? Sixty percent V eights. Is it really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Good for Europe, man. Awesome. Way to fucking exercise some balls. That was uh, that's very surprising, considering car. that's yeah, considering they basically made the turbo motor for Europe. Yeah. And uh, and how gas is over there. I mean, well, well and they're also taxed that, by displacement, right? So yeah, they're taxed by displacement, <laughs> and insurance goes up quite markedly with displacement yeah. too. The um. um the I drove a, an AMG car around the UK for six days. I was completely blown away by how much money I had to spend. A and B, 
that I was I was very surprised that in the UK the only AMG car I saw the entire time was the one I was driving. Yeah, the Brits That's don't wild. really spend money on cars. Even they, they, well, they do. They right. just don't get nearly as much for their money as we right. do. Bingo. But you know what I mean? Is they don't get. You can have people there that are very wealthy and they'll drive like a Nissan Versa. They just don't. Give right. A shit. Uh, I would a lot. Yeah, but there's there there was a good uh, there was a sports car culture there though. I did see ex- yeah. the expensive cars I saw were sports cars. I didn't see expensive big displacement luxury cars a lot. But you don't yeah. see like you don't see the soccer mom there driving around in a Cayenne like you would here. Well, we live in Los Angeles. I we mean, do, <laughs> but even you know, here, have a reality here check every that, once that, in a while. that mom is driving a Cayenne because Bobby's mother has a Cayenne and it, and she has the S, so you have to get me the turbo. Yeah, that's why they have a Cayenne, and that's why half the Mercedes on the road in Los Angeles. You look at the brake calipers, and it's a standard brake. Yeah, and it yeah. says AMG on the back. S line. Yeah. The, the easiest. The, I saw a really fake moment, one right? the other day. I saw a, a Mercedes like a C three hundred sedan. But he went the full Monty with the AMG badging. He oh, was nice. really trying to, and it had like a loud exhaust on it. But it sounded like dog <laughs> shit. And I just, I tried to pull up next to him and be like, "Who the fuck are you kidding with that?" But uh, he, he gunned it out of there. Oh, so presumably he saw the million mile Lexus and knew <laughs> the jig was up. Yeah. <laughs> well, the easy way to tell with the Mercedes though is look at the tailpipes. Exactly. How many are there? Yeah. yeah. That, that, and, well, Dan Voltz cheated that one, remember? No, I don't. Dan Voltz, our, our first intern, had a Mercedes, like one of the, the compressor four-cylinder C-classes, like a mm-hmm. C, the C230K or whatever yeah. the fuck it was. And he put the 63 wheels on it, and then he had an aftermarket exhaust that made it look like the C63 quad. Like cut out the bumper. Yeah, <laughs> and, and to his credit, like it wasn't an ugly car. It looked, yeah. it actually looked pretty nice. Like, and it wasn't like a terrible sounding exhaust. It wasn't a terrible car. It was fine, but like. I see what you're doing well, here. Well, people who know, know. <laughs> everybody else is just like, that's eh, a Mercedes, If you do it and but... don't put the badges on it, fine. <clears throat> he didn't put he didn't put the badges no. on it. No. Yeah. It's, uh... In other countries, they, they debadge. Like here, in America, we debadge our base model cars. Or we rebadge our base model cars to yeah. look like the... In other places in Europe, they debadge the top tier ones. Well, it's an option on, on Mercedes. In the Porsche builds, you can always go no badges. Mm-hmm. So I was I was just at the Audi dealer and I realized uh, so now they have like the A6 with the two liter four cylinder in it. Yeah, yeah. And on the f- showroom floor, I realized the only ones that didn't have uh, an engine badge on the back of the Audi was all the two liter really? A6s. Yeah, and do you the three liter. Think they were ordered badge delete, or do you think I that think Audi so, doesn't yeah. sell it with I, that badge? I think they were probably ordered badge delete because I have seen a few of them. But same thing with the the A8 comes with the three liter from the. Uh, yeah. Well, from you the can't be seen with the two liter because then you're just a worthless popper. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. An A6 with that two liter is not fast. No, it's quite slow. No. It's, yeah, it's. I, if I if I if you tried to sell me. There's nothing wrong with this two-liter engine, by the way. It's great in the GTI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you try to sell me a $55,000 car with that engine, I'd laugh at you. And it's just, that car's a little too heavy for that motor. That's, yeah, uh, any, that's any really, car of that size is yeah. too heavy for a goddamn four-cylinder. Yeah. Yep. I sorry. It's true. <laughs> Although, I think Mercedes could get away with it with that four-cylinder they've got. That thing's a fucking monster. In the CLA? Yeah. Yeah, Mercedes, they're laughing their asses off because they have figured out a way to sell you an Evo for 55 grand. Yep. <laughs> Jesus, right? It, it, you can't unthink it once you think it. You go, holy shit, they built an Evo. <laughs> it's actually, it's very, though, it's very but, what, but they built an Evo that doesn't have like a shit interior. 
That, no, I, I liked that car when we had that. That was that the, was a fun the car. 45? The, the only thing I had to gripe about was somehow Mercedes introduced delay into a dual clutch transmission. Yeah, it's the it's the only dual clutch I've driven yeah. that just doesn't listen to you at all. I the think interior, I heard they fixed it. I heard they retuned it after. Wasn't that a, was that thirteen or fourteen? They, I don't know, but it, that, I heard it, it seemed got a like a tune. software thing. I don't know. Were we driving a pre-pro car? That red one. It might. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. We, we, I should bug Mercedes about getting another one of those, or the GLA, the GLA, or whatever. They'd it want is. us to look at the GLA. Probably. They wanted us to look at the GLE, but I did. It was all right. Not yeah. pretty, but drives great. It's a Mercedes. They're going to be a certain level of, at the very least, good. They usually are good. Yeah. Certainly, very need rare to be that, for the money. Yeah, yeah, it's very rare that I drive one that's bad. Yeah. Even that the the GL uh, Jesus fuck. The C the CLA two fifty, which was yeah, overpriced right. because it had all that Designo shit on it, you know, it like doubled the base. It was like the edition one Designo oh, special press fleet edition, you know, and it went from like thirty grand to sixty almost with right. this, you know, but like actually like really really impressive handling out of that thing. It yeah. had so much grip; it was way surprising the amount of grip that car had. It was it was cool, not fast, but. But no. Mercedes aren't fast unless you go with the fucking AMGs. The, some of them are. The yeah. diesel was surprisingly quick. Which that, one? The E350 diesel. Oh, was, oh the was, blue you know, tag. The new, yeah, the blue the tag. new yeah. E. So Mercedes, Audi went with much more power in the diesels than uh, classically diesels would have. Right. right. They, they still want them to be somewhat quick. Uh, so they're putting the three liter in a bunch of stuff. The new E-Class has the four-cylinder diesel in it, and it is slow like death. Really? Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Like that, it has the same engine that the GLK diesel has in it. I was shocked oh, yeah, the Q5. Yeah. I looked at the, the GLK, and it was like it's like two and a half seconds slower to 60. That's, oh, that's a difference. When yeah, I was, yeah. It's significant. When I was looking at but the four. The, yeah. yeah. Back when I was looking at the 335s, I was also looking at, at what Mercedes was offering for the diesels, and that was when they were still doing the straight six diesels, uh-huh. and then everybody complained because they went to the V6s after that. Yep. Well, apparently that's been kind of a disaster, and they're going back to a straight six. Really? Yeah. Really? Um, the diesel? Yeah. I, thought, I liked Mercedes diesel V6 a lot. A good engine. Well, it didn't have that level of refinement the old straight sixes did, and I guess that's that true. was kind of the complaint from the people that had bought that E-Class, a diesel E-Class for years and years. Yeah. And they went, wow, it's good, but it's not as smooth as the old one used to okay, be. Okay. Fair enough. So. I, I will take that argument. The one, I didn't think the Jeep diesel was quite as smooth as Audi's diesel. Audi, I think, had the best. Isn't the Jeep diesel a Fiat motor? It's VM Matori. Oh. Um, yeah, it's Banks' product. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gail Banks had a big hand in that engine. Yeah. Well, they uh, resell them that much, I know. Yeah. They yeah, but it was also the engine was based on one of Banks's designs. Wasn't I, it? I believe. Didn't it was, he say that like two weeks ago? I don't recall. Dude. I'm pretty sure. I'm, my brain. All is I know is you can't even smoke tell weed. Us. What is your excuse? I, don't I have <laughs> an excuse for all of this. You know what it is? <laughs> you don't I think I, I'm at the point where I'm like a sponge at maximum absorption. Uh-huh. I can't take on any more water. Stop describing your beard. Yes. <laughs> it is majestic, by the way. <laughs> it is majestic. It also it's like. Today, it's like chubby, bearded, white dudes podcast wow. day. Yeah. I do what I can. <laughs> and this gig they have asked me not to shave for. I don't know what they what they want to do with me, but two weeks – I'm doing a gig. I, I don't f- want to say what it is yet, but it's for a television network that also has a popular men's magazine, and it involves reviewing cars. Yet. They don't. They haven't brought sunglasses and a turban, have they? I don't know what they want to do, but they sent a stylist <laughs> to my house. They bought me a first-class plane ticket, and 
uh, they asked me not to shave. They sent a stylist to your house? Yeah. To style what? To style fucking me and my wardrobe. Oh, son. the wardrobe. The wardrobe. Usually when you hear stylist, it's usually like no, no. I meant a, I meant a wardrobe like, stylist. Buzzing. Yeah. Um, who rolled up in an F type? By the way, okay. Good taste. This nice. this gentleman. And uh, it turns out I don't have I don't I have the capability of having good style with only things that are already in my closet. Well, so says the stylist. Given given the position that your father held for years, I would I hope z- zero of it is Ralph Lauren. There's no oh, really. There's no. I have nothing. My, I have <laughs> Ralph Lauren underwear and Ralph Lauren wife beaters. Those are my. That's my Ralph Lauren. The extent of uh, seriously, I have no other Ralph Lauren. So yeah, I would have thought at the at the very least you would have had like a couple of things that they gave you where your mom was like. Come on, dress nice for this one. Oh, I have no, that no, they yeah, they never did that. I've yeah. got I, my mom would go to the outlet stores, the because you because our discount was good at the outlet stores too. Yeah, so she'd go to the outlet store and like they, that manager was her best friend, <laughs> and she'd come back and be like, "I bought you seven polo shirts." Yeah, you know, in colors I certainly didn't ask for. Pastels, all the pastels like, make it to the a outlet. couple of those have made. It. Well, they live in Greenwich, so you can imagine. Yeah. The, the varying shades of salmon. Oh God! Um, well, Greenwich and Cape Cod—they've got that quarter mar- that market. I, I mean, I, yeah. it was very—I was very appreciative. It was nice of my mom to think of me and bring me polo shirts. Some of them have survived, but I do, do not have much polo now. But the stylist—he uh, made some like outfits out of some things. But he really liked my jackets the most. Mm-hmm. It's going to be seventy-five degrees in Detroit. <laughs> so you can imagine. And Detroit has humidity. Yeah. So, and I'm going to be in and out of cars and on a racetrack. And he can't wait to get me in all these leather jackets I've got in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be hot, but we're going to be driving some cool cars. I, I, I'll confirm for next week's podcast that I can promote it, but yeah. it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a few episodes. It's going to be for a, a network with someone that we know who's been on this program before. Yeah. So it'll be good. Uh, yeah, just keep a sweat towel. Handy. And it's in Detroit. So yeah. I'll be in Detroit for the next week fans so if you've got any recommendations i'm gonna go to sugar house i'm gonna go to gold cash gold those are my two you know who so far and papa rec- nino's restaurant uh joe that works with me on shout engine uh, oh yeah he's he's in detroit i'm sure he'll have some recommendations i'll hit him up after this and i'm thinking about going to that shinola factory you know shinola it's uh, like a made know. in Detroit. It's like a company they make. The only like, thing Shinola I know is when my grandfather used to go. He doesn't know shit from Shinola. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Shinola is like a watch, bicycle, and leather goods company based in Detroit. All their manufacturing. What? No Detroit. bowling pins. I know, right? They may have a bowling pin. Yeah, who knows? They, they, they seem to have a diversified. They sell a watch that looks dope, and I don't know. I kind of like the idea of supporting things that are made in Detroit, and I kind of want to go and buy this watch. It's sick. God, our internet it's fuck so you, fucking Time bad. Warner. It is so you know that fucking I got a fucking, bad. I got a fucking call, like a customer service call, like two days ago, mm-hmm. up from Time Warner, like asking if I wanted to upgrade my service, and I let her know exactly how I feel about our service and what they refer to as business class service. Business class. Here's the translation for business class on Time Warner is "fuck you." Where else are you gonna go? Yeah, the, <laughs> that's my. You realize look that, at that, Chris? You like this watch now that it's finally pulled up? Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah all titanium. Um, oh okay, neat, right? Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, Time Warner You're, sucks balls. The internet connection here literally does not legally classify as broadband. It's fucking yeah, no, shameful. It's one okay for people that made one point two megabits per second. It's yeah. so garbage, and they charge me triple what I pay at home for reasonable internet from the exact same company. Yep. 
both Time Warner. Fios not available in either place. So, like, that literally, is, yeah. we have a professional video making company here, and I have to put my exports, my videos that I have edited, onto a hard drive, bring it home, and upload it from my house. How I, dumb is I that? I don't know how many times over the course of the last year that drive employees showed up at my house going, I really need to use your bandwidth. I can upload oh, some yeah. stuff. Well, that was when Zach had to re-upload like 300 videos. Nino and, came down quite yeah, often, Yeah, too. Nino did it, too. Uh, Chris has like super internet. Yeah, uh, I have the... the joy of being on the same fiber trunk uh, at my family's apartment in New York that the stock exchange is on. Ah. So we have uh, fiber to the apartment, straight up, 30 up, 30 down. That's like brilliant. legitimately every we're, time. We're talking about uh, Rancho Cucamonga has the fastest internet of anywhere in the country. Uh, uh, some reason it's that like makes there's sense. A f- there, it's like there's, <laughs> there are, there's some crazy fiber optic the hub The best there. you can get is the Google Fiber setups. Which are gigabit. Yeah, that's just crazy. <laughs> gigabit Which, in my house, Christ. you can go, if you're willing to pay for it, it's like 350 bucks a month, 500 up, 500 down. Woo! Wow. So 500 up, 500 down. Mine right now is 100 up, 100 down. Really? Yeah. Not to stop shitting on Time Warner, though, uh, at my restaurant, Yeah. their base level uh, business class, quote unquote, internet would not allow me to watch my security cameras <laughs> in real time on my iPhone. Really? In like 240. That's really bad. I, it's, it's just appalling. So your security cameras are kind of an example of what did happen, not what is happening. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, are you doing a speed test in our yep. office right now? Yeah. Okay, this would be fun. Um, speed, while we're waiting for our speed test. <laughs> it's abominable. How bad is it? it under one... Meg down and uh, under one up. Yeah. You, we'd yep. literally be faster if we were tethering our phones. <laughs> yeah, it's slower than LTE. Yep. Sweet Lord Thanks, Jesus. Time Warner, for $190 a month. That's the service Time I Warner. We don't care because we don't have Pay to. Pay my bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that was the problem with the restaurant. Literally no where other else, service option. Where else are you going to go? Yeah. Does Actually, have, there is uh, here in LA. There's a WiMax provider. Or something. I have checked into every wireless provider in the area here that does line of sight and everything. Not a single one of them works. Really? Uh, None of them hit this area. Oh, uh, that sucks. Well, so which really sucks is because literally across the street is YouTube. Yeah. And if you're across the street, I talked to numerous companies. They're like, "Yeah, we can get you hooked up." And they're like, "We can give you, you know, gigabit Ethernet, no problem for five hundred dollars a month, gigabit." It's like, not that okay, far. Cool. We could hack together a point-to-point wireless <laughs> well, here's and get you something reliable. Here's the funny thing is I did talk to a couple of companies that would do that, and they wanted $5,000 yeah. just to get across the street. Yeah. I remember, didn't we talk to someone who was going to do that? Yeah. They yeah, were like, no we problem. Asked them, and then, we asked about it, and they, they said it was going to be five grand up front. That is wildly expensive. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, 819 down and 804 up. That's Absolute, kilobits per second. That's not, <laughs> not Holy shit, that's – oh, never mind. That's it's very terrible. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so back to cars, Chris. You, I, we never talked about you spending the weekend under your car. Oh, it wasn't the, the fiesta. We, I've spent days, not necessarily the weekend, but it was. Uh, yeah. So after we fish, after Zach and I finished up the fuck yurt, uh, <laughs> we went to uh, start getting some work done on the fiesta. So I went to go do the uh, get the front control arms back on and um, had a little bit of a fitment issue with the frontmost bushings. Okay. Uh, I got to talk to the people that um, that sponsored that, but uh, there was much swearing uh, 
I I ended up using a come along at one point, which is like a hand operated okay. winch. Yeah, uh, that would not do it. The as really? it turned out, the collets that go in the middle there, the actual crush tube where the bolt goes through, were about five millimeters too long. Oh, so it just oh. didn't fit. Yeah, it just so. <laughs> didn't come close to fitting. It just yeah. So okay. I gotta have. With them. So is your car still sitting on jack stands right now? Yeah, well, the issue is at that point, while trying to wrestle that in, I completely tore apart the ball joint boot. Oh. Uh, and, of course, when you go to buy any parts on those cars, Ford won't sell you a ball joint or a boot or anything. They make you buy an entire control arm now. Really? Yeah. You have to buy a complete assembly? How they much would, is a complete assembly? Except for the uh, $70, but it'd be like a week before I got there. Oh. So it's not expensive. It's just a pain in the ass and very wasteful. So I so actually went online and found that uh, what is it? Um, one of the one of the usual bushing companies here. Oh, as Energy Suspension uh-huh. made a generic one that looked like it would fit. So I ordered it on Amazon. Seven dollars later in a day, and it I fits. Had, and it fits. Oh, good. Perfect. Nice. So I'm gonna put great. that little bit of knowledge online. So some other poor bastard doesn't run into yeah. this. Um, Seven dollars is a good good fix. I like that. Yeah, and they're urethane, so now urethane on those bushings is a really good idea because they'll last forever. Cool. Uh, so as soon as I get some free time, it's gonna, I'm going to button that up. Uh, and then I also so the funny thing is is I uh, had an I had a schedule with an alignment shop in not West End. Uh, I had a schedule with an alignment shop, and I called them up the morning of, and I'm like, I can't make it. We broke apart last night. It's not going to happen. So the secretary goes, oh, okay, yeah, no problem, no problem. We'll I'm sorry, just... broke apart last night? Uh, oh, broke, broke the part. A yeah. part. A part. Oh, okay. I yeah. heard, did you hear broke apart? I was yeah. like, what, they dissolved the business? Like, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't so, you do one more? <laughs> yeah, so broke that ball joint, but I'm not going to put it back together. I have to take it back apart. Mm. So I called them up and I go, ah, we're going to cancel. I'll do it later this week. And I call back 30 minutes later from the owner of the business, who then gave me a 15-minute diatribe on why it was unacceptable I was canceling my appointment and that I was irresponsible and not, and thoughtless and really? so on and so on and so on. Really? Yeah. And he goes, next time, I'm not going to be so forgiving. And I'm like, next time, there is no fucking next time. Yeah. So I took my business yeah. elsewhere. Next time I <laughs> my wallet. Yeah. What the so fuck is that? Shit happens when you're working on cars, and sometimes you can't make it in time. Yeah. And uh, apparently that's unacceptable. I guess not. You well. know what we should do? We should tell Musto about that reaction so that he has the idea that he can react that way every time somebody breaks a muscle car the night before a shoot. Oh, man. <laughs> Give him that I've had that one, too. I've, I've, I've had one ones where it wasn't even like... It was like the person was clearly fucking with the car the night before the shoot. Uh, and yeah, it, was, it just sucks. Yeah. Um, Rule number, don't fucking do that. Yeah, if the car works now, don't touch it. All yeah. that said, um, I'm just bolt- I just have those control arms to bolt up, and then the Fiesta is completely done. I've done the- I've flashed it with the Mountain Tune, everything. Uh, it's a good bit deal, more power. Um, it's very- it delivers power very differently than the Cobb setup does. Um, it doesn't give you the shove at the bottom, right? They taper the boost at the bottom, so you yeah. don't just blow off the tires in first and second. Yeah. Um, mm. Which you may or may I, not like. Yeah. I kind of appreciate because that can be undrivable sometimes. I owned an SRT4, so I know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I prefer to be able to do that if I so choose. Because I like to do it and then back off a little bit. Then you're good. 
Well, this is also using the can tune, so they may also be a little conservative on that too. Maybe. Uh, yeah. We're gonna do some things soon. All right. So I look forward to the things and uh, our fiesta. So I was supposed to race Virginia City Hill Climb next weekend in the Mustang. So I have to do this gig, and I'm not gonna turn down a good gig to go race, even though I want to go race. I'm not Paul Newman. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Newman would turn down movies because he interfered with the Trans Am season. <laughs> That's fucking boss, but I'm not that boss. So if someone wants to hire me for a week-long gig, I'm doing it. Uh, so anyway, I can't go, but I gave my registration to Thaddeus, who was going to race the Fiesta in the Virginia City Hill Climb, which is a Ferrari Club event, in case, in case you're wondering. <laughs> and I, I, made, I, I asked Thaddeus goals before he went. He said, goal number one, don't drive off a cliff, which is very good. Yeah. Goal number two, beat anything with a Ferrari badge on it, which I think is possible. There might be a 308 somewhere. You know yeah. what? It doesn't matter if there's a 308. There's going to be some jackass in a 430 that can't drive for shit. Maybe. And this event is held at around, I think it's five or 6,000 feet of elevation. And that has a turbo car. Yep. And uh, he will be racing against cars that do not have turbos. And he also knows how to drive better than, I'm guessing, That's a very good driver. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and, uh, and so, yeah. So I, I told him it would be a waste of, of fun to not go if you're not doing it. And plus, he already had to go to San Francisco to work with Musto. So from San Francisco to Virginia City is not that far. So he's already going to be there. Yeah. So, so while Zach is in the desert dealing with scorpions and drugs, uh, that'll be raising. And I gave him the GoPros, the one I gave him the one take kit, and I am expecting him to come back with a Virginia City Hill Climb one take. I'm asking him to narrate a video in a racing environment. I hope he can do it. How? how uh, what kind of hill climb is it? Is it uh, maximum speed or it's, it's just it's time? It's, it's just for time. All ass. There's it's, no like speed classes like in. Uh, uh, what was the uh, the time speed distance thing you did? It's not time speed of, distance. It's speed it's just speed time. speed. Yeah, just it's just all your time. ass up this mountain. Yes. and it's Very here. Cool. I'll look it's up. The, we're all Ferraris, and we can go as fast as we fucking want because we rented this. It's ah. um, it's. I'm gonna look up the exact specs of the mountain. If you want to see video of the mountain, I tested the. Uh, the cyclone on tuned we oh, did yeah. that crazy yeah, cyclone cool um, was built with that event in mind <laughs> and because that guy lives in Virginia City or Reno which is right next to Virginia City and uh, that's the road that it's on um, so here's the let's see the road history of the hill climb I'm sorry uh, oh since that's going to be up there I got to put him in contact with our friend uh, Hefe. That used Who's Hefe? De- that used to, Jeff that used to do the lo- deliveries. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So where is it's uh, three forty two? What the fuck? Oh yeah. Well, this is a this whole history thing. Where's where's the today thing? What is it like today? Here we go. Yes, uh, Virginia City on Route three forty one, which is five point two miles up the hill uh, that climbs more than twelve hundred feet. There are 20 major turns, um, and uh, it is there is exposure. There is there is very real exposure on five or six of those corners. And uh, if you remember, my friend VR Alexander, and I, only, I, I don't actually remember his last name. Um, not that close a friend, obviously, but acquaintance VR Alexander died there uh, a couple of years ago on that road in a different event, running on the same road. 
uh, in a, like a 1,200 horsepower Porsche. Oh, yeah, that was an Remember he went off cliff? Yeah, that was yeah. not good. Um, it might be a Ferrari event, so but there's some interesting feet, you know, uh, No, yeah, you do not interesting you don't need cars. a Ferrari. Uh, starting like two or three years ago, they allowed non-Ferraris. Yeah, I'm looking at last what, year's uh, times. 66 Sunbeam Tiger. Uh, cool. That's probably sweet. 12C, of course. 12C. Uh, let's see. Kind of 88 Mustang. Thinking? Yeah. Uh, low four-minute, uh, high three-minute. I think the 88 think? Mustang is prob- might be Griggs. Bruce Griggs is up there. Griggs Racing. Yeah. I think uh, Griggs runs, uh, runs a, a hill climb car there. That's not the name that's on it, but oh, uh, yeah, GT40. Did it say Jim Farley? Yeah. From Ford? It's a Ford GT40, so I assume... Well, Jim Farley is like a communications guy at Ford. He's yeah. actually Chris Farley's cousin. Oh, no kidding. You can't unsee that once I tell you that about Jim oh, Farley. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> Google Jim Farley. I, I, he, Jim Farley is... Does he have an E350 I swear to God, he is... Look at, look at that picture of him. Oh, Tell me he's Jesus. not Chris Farley's yeah. cousin. I mean, he is. He's, I'm not making this up. Yeah, he, that's and, uh, amazing. He's a much lighter Chris he Farley. Is, he is the nicest. You know, a lot of these auto executives are really nice. But executive Jim, Jim Farley, is, what is his exact job? Executive Vice President uh, of, of communications, uh, communications or something? Yeah, yeah. Of the, sorry, is, of the media center. I oh, believe. okay. He is one of the nicest guys that I, you will ever meet in the automotive industry. Well, um, he's uh, apparently driving a GT40. He's, he's, yeah, I, I, that that's awesome. Sense. He's a racer. 65 Sunbeam Tiger, uh, doesn't say. Super BRZ. Ferrari 550 Marinello. What's a Ferrari 550 Marinello running? Fours? Uh, yeah, 407 was its best time. All right. Uh, and then uh, 07 911 Turbo, 328s. Yeah. Somebody is hauling some serious ass. Again, though, turbos at 07- elevation. Ferrari 360. What's yeah. that Ferrari 360 running? That 360 is running 402. Uh, no, a 338. Sorry. Oh, okay. I have a feeling Thad mm. will be able to run low fours in Probably. the Fiesta. Probably. I would I think, think so. He can. Oh, here we go. An 08 335 XI, 413 and 416. Let's see. Oh, Dino. A Dino GT4. Oh, it's a Dino GT4. That's a slow car. Yeah, 509. That can and then, beat that. Yeah, he can oh, beat for that sure. Ferrari, yes. Yeah, I think his beat beat something with a Mustang badge or with a uh, Ferrari badge on it is uh is attainable. Yeah. Uh 67 Mustang running 330s. Oh, that's a fucking fast Mustang. Yeah. Cool. Well, the Virginia City Hill Climb, if you happen to live in the Reno area, I recommend going and looking out. because it's Go look a, for the giant in the blue Fiesta, and that will be Thaddeus. Well, what's neat about it is, the, is there's actually there's two roads. So Virginia City itself is on the top of this hill. The road goes up to Virginia City. So Virginia City is at the finish line of the road. So the starting line is at the bottom of the hill, and there's a... Unlike most hill climbs that only go up the same road, then they stage and everyone goes back down together and they do it again, there's a loop. Like, there's another road to come down the hill. So cars oh, go so up and then they come the down. Top no, of the hill. so you just run That's and run brilliant. and run. So you can get a bunch of runs in. Uh, you're not just stuck at the top of the hill, which is really that's a nice thing. If it weren't so logistically oh, difficult, CTSV wagon. wagon, yeah, wonderful. Huh? If it weren't Sorry. so logistically difficult, there's so many places. There's so many places in Malibu that could be a perfect for that kind of an event. It's oh, just, Malibu, yeah. Well, Malibu has like homes. Yeah, this road in Virginia City does not have any homes on it. Or like Palos Verdes would be fucking beautiful for also it too. homes. Yeah, uh, there you could do very, it in a can. You could do it in like. Like, well, Big Tahunga or something, but that's National Forest, and I don't think they'd be about that. No. Yeah. You'd have to find 
yeah, I don't know. Nevada. I mean, Nevada. That, well, you got to find somebody that's willing to the take answer that liability. to amateur motorsport is Nevada. Yeah. There are no laws. Uh, well, Highway 39. That would be possible because there's not too much. Oh, the way. end part. The end portion of, of the 39 where it dead ends. Yeah. Yeah. I just did one takes on that road. I forgot how that's, awesome it was. It's a good road. Fucking great road. Um, all right. What else we got going on next week? Don't know. I'll be back from Detroit, so hopefully I'll be able to say some things My about Fiesta what I did. will be done. Yes. Uh, hopefully the Mustang will be done. The Mustang. So, but Tim yep. called me, and he goes, we got the new radiator in, we got the water pump in, and we got your seatbelts in and your steering wheel. And he goes, we're putting this thing back together. And he's like, bro, I don't know how to tell you this, but there's some janky-ass wiring in here. He's like, if you're really going to go to the track, he's like, can you please let me fix it? And I was like, okay, you can fix it. And so he's redoing all the wiring. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's another one of these things where I'd just rather have it done right and wait. Yeah, you don't want your Mustang burning down. I've been, I've been adjacent to one Fox body burning to the ground. We don't need another. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going on the track. I plan on driving this thing a lot. Like, you know, at this point... Just, just make it, well, make had, it nice. Just you've make had it nice. so close. You had one electrical <laughs> near disaster last year. Oh, I the mean, DeLorean. Yeah, yeah. That was just some some crossed wires. <laughs> just, that fortunately that was limited to melting four wires that yeah. I'm pretty sure controlled the radio power antenna motor. Um, yeah, you were very fortunate. In that. I was very lucky. That could have been bad. Um, that was thank God has been fixed. I've had no problems since, but you know. Uh, so anyway, follow us on all the usual places. Uh, check out uh, pretty soon. I guess you're, we'll probably be done with this playlist thing soon, right? Yeah, we should be. Uh, we should have the new playlist sorted out, and uh, yeah, we should. We're taking advantage of some of the features on YouTube for autoplay and that kind of thing. So, so if you've only recently started watching our videos, we'll we'll give you an excuse to go back and look at some of the old ones. Yeah, and. Uh, They'll be they'll be brought to the forefront again. That and uh, it'll be time soon to do Cobb versus Mountain. Oh yeah, yeah. eventually we yeah. should stop talking about it until we actually do it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even have any free time until like the end of October. It'll happen. It, well, it eventually it'll happen. Um, and uh, yeah, follow us in the usual places. And the Smoking Tires powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. It's easy. You just need a microphone and a computer and an internet connection better than the one at our office. <laughs> at least Jesus. as good as the one at our office. By default, <laughs> that's almost impossible to fail on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Prodigy over here. We upload our podcast Dude, via Prodigy. Prodigy. I could have a T1 line in here that'd Fuck be AOL. one and a half times faster than this. And it's a fucking T1. I was running that in, like, businesses in 1998. Yeah. So that's how good our internet is. Anyway, thanks for listening. Peace the fuck out.